Imagine how hard selling would be if you didn't know about your customer. If you didn't know their name, have an idea of what their budget might be or what mattered to them. Your job as a salesperson would be very difficult. Welcome to the Info by Cole Information, a podcast that equips sales leaders to reach the right customers. I'm Bryce Curry, VP of Marketing at Cole Information. In this first episode, I'm joined by our CEO, Jim Eggleston, to talk about the relationship between information and selling, how it has evolved over the years, and why Cole has been helping salespeople get the right information for over 75 years. And with that, I give you the very first episode of the Info by Cole Information. Jim, thanks for joining me today on the Info Podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. This is a uh... This is fun. Jim is uh, our CEO at Cole Information. And how long have you been with Cole? Decades. I believe that your normal introduction is he's been here decades and decades. But let's just (laughs) go with, I've been here a while. So on this episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about kind of the information behind the brand or our, our company, Cole Information, um, it's really what drives a lot of what we do. It's it's in a lot of ways the purpose of, of, of uh, what we do and what our customers use our products for. And to do that, I think we have to kind of look in, in, in the past a little bit and kind of go back. And we're a unique brand in that uh, we, we've been around, you know, Cole's been around for a while. So what, Jack Cole founded what is known as Cole Information today it was in the 40s, late 40s. 1947 is the is the the closest we can determine it. Yeah. And so we know a little bit, right? There's some kind of history that that has that has made its way through along and been passed along through different employees over the time. And and uh, at, at that time in Lincoln, Nebraska, Jack saw a need, and that need was to be able to have reference information. And that information is used in different ways, has different applications. Um, and they compiled it way before technology existed as we know it, obviously the internet or anything like that, even the computers. So let's talk a little bit about kind of how, how did, what's the need Jack saw and how did he kind of go about fulfilling that need? Not a great question. I, I, uh, I actually had the, I had the honor of meeting Jack once, um, oh my gosh, many years ago, 20, 20 years ago. Uh, Jack was still alive and, and came into the office and, and visited everybody and and, uh, and and shared sort of some of his stories about how he got started and and it's, it's kind of the classic success story, right? He, he you know he was a young entrepreneur guy. Uh, he worked for IBM as a salesman and and as he was out talking to customers about technology, which IBM technology you can imagine in 1947, yeah. right? Yeah, Not like today. I think it's punch cards, it was, right? It's punch cards, exactly. And 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 he saw a need for information, for marketing information for small businesses. How do small businesses? And you, you got to sort of put yourself in that mindset of 1947, right? Yeah. How, how, how do you how mm-hmm. do you communicate? There aren't computers. There's mm-hmm. no text. There's mm-hmm. no you know. There's no email. There's how do you communicate? And and this uh, small business salesperson really their only their only opportunity was sort of door to door. Right. 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 You know, they'd go into a neighborhood, and Jack saw that, and he's like. How can I create a tool for them to use to to make them more successful? Right. Was really his original goal, and that's 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 so amazing, and it's something that we think about as stewards of the brand, even uh, you know seventy some years later. And I like to think about when we are, are innovating or thinking about new products or different strategy uh, to kind of go back to those days of 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 how Jack would have looked at it and approached it because. Um, you know, it, it's kind of unique to work for a company that's been around for so long. Obviously, we haven't been around for the 75 <laughs> years. But um, one of the key things there is, you know, I think about like data compilation back then. This is before computers. Um, and, 
you know, we talked a little bit about punch card and the way I understand it was, is that there, he, he, there was this technology being able to store information on a card based off of these series of punches. And we'll, uh, on, on the visual side of the podcast, we'll put up some pictures to show uh, some pictures that kind of show some of the historical work that was being done where they were keying in on these punch cards and then the storing of those punch cards on, on the shelves. Um, so it's, it's, it's a really unique legacy uh, that really is was a pioneering uh, phase in data compilation um, all the way back then. So as we as we think about that that foundation and 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 we look forward into kind of the products that we offer today, you know, one of the things that's still a common theme in everything that we do is the small business owner, the salesperson, the person that is tasked and has the weight on his or her shoulders of having to produce, um, whether it maybe make have a living for their 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 family or the, for their staff, or you know they believe in an idea that's. Uh, you know, they feel it is, uh, you know, so good for the community or for um, their their business, you know, they, they're looking for something, looking for tools, looking for coaching. They're looking for different things to help them advance, go from that zero to one. And so I'd like to kind of talk to you a little bit about, you know, um, from your perspective, uh, the way we approach our products and how they help small business I want to I want to say owners, but also it's it's really a sales individual, Salespeople. yeah, a yeah. producer. Yeah, no, I think you know, and that and that's the part that's sort of the legacy of Jack Cole and the business is that it's focused not on the data, it's not focused on necessarily the technology, mm -hmm. it's focused on the user. Yeah, because the one thing that hasn't changed since 1947 is we still have. Salespeople, right? And salespeople right. have products to sell. It doesn't matter right. if it's you know a real estate agent right. selling property or right. an insurance agent, uh, but they need to sell a product. Mm -hmm. And and that really hasn't changed a lot mm -hmm. since mm -hmm. 1947. You still have people who earn a living, yep. built a career, right? Right? They're earning commissions. They're 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 taking care of their families, um, and and they need tools. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now, the tools changed. But the underlying need is the same. So that's right. when we think about it, and we feel sort of like stewards of the company, Absolutely. right? Where it's got such a legacy. But the, it, when we think about stewardship, it's all about honoring that original premise, which is how do I deliver usable information, actionable mm -hmm. information, to an individual salesperson in the right. field? Clearly, it was different in 1947. In mm -hmm. 1947, it was a printed directory. It's what yeah. it was called a a reverse directory. Yep. It was like a. It was exactly like a phone book only. Uh, sequenced in reverse by mm -hmm. addresses mm -hmm. and house numbers. So it allowed you, when you walked down the street, before I would knocked on Bryce's door, you know, I knew who Bryce was. I right. knew Bryce Curry was there and they've lived in the house for seven years. Mm -hmm. This is all really valuable information if you're a salesperson mm -hmm. trying to uh, um, establish a relationship. Right. Um, and, and so that need hasn't changed. The way in which we deliver it's changed mm -hmm. dramatically. Mm -hmm. But the, the end use is still the same and still mm -hmm. the same requirement. And still requires a lot of the same data sets, but the delivery method is entirely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and the data uh, architecture and the data structure and ultimately the sourcing of that data is super super important. And in our industry, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, different terms used, big data, um, and and different things like that. Um, I'd like to spend just a moment, kind of talk about you know the database that we have, you know, kind of the structure and and 
you know, it's still tied to at the end of the day, it's used by sales professionals, just like you said, that are looking to know a little bit more about this area that they're going to go prospect. It's not necessarily in large um, campaigns. Um, it's consumed in smaller, smaller ways, just like back in the day with the reference directories. Mm -hmm. I, I, when I, when I, when I first started at Cole, I found the reference directories to be really interesting because they reminded me of a, a set of encyclopedias and you could have a whole area that was represented on the pages, but in all these little codes, right. And you had to decode everything. <laughs> and it was amazing to talk to people that had used the directory and they could, they could just interpret that code as quickly as, you know, like they, cause they were used to using it all the time. Um, and so with those directories coming, you know, one of the unique things about, uh, our legacy is, is that those directories we, through a, a partnership found out were, are being housed at the library of Congress. And we got an opportunity, a unique opportunity, the two we of did. us and, and another gentleman that's on our staff, Tyler, to go out to Washington DC and experience something that I thought was pretty unique. It, it, it allowed us to kind of look back in history of what we're talking about. It made it real. Well, it also, it really validates it um, when, you, when you think about it. You know, mm -hmm. there are so many today, uh, there are so many uh, uh, pop-up companies, companies mm -hmm. you've never heard of before. Right. Yeah, all of a sudden, you've got a competitor out there offering a product similar to yours, yeah. and your customers call you up and say, hey, do you, did you hear about ABC Company? Yeah. What, what's all about them? Okay. Right. Well, the, the unique thing about Cole is that legacy, and, 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 and as mm -hmm. you mentioned, you know, uh, uh, the, for, for years and years, uh, the coal product has been housed in the Library of Congress mm -hmm. at the request of Congress mm -hmm. um, to be the official record, if yeah. you will, yeah. of um, all the households in the United States. Um, and it's and it serves a really, really useful purpose. It's not just like um, so many times you think about libraries, it's just a static set of yeah. books. Right. Especially nowadays, you yeah, drive by a library and you're like, okay, yeah. who, who goes in there? Yeah, right. right. Um, but the legacy is the history. So in the Library of Congress, the Bryce mentioned in our visit, they have coal directories for 300 cities across the country every year back to 1947. Mm -hmm. So you could you could walk through these like a picture like uh, Indiana Jones, right? It's these yeah, these uh, catacombs. Yeah. And we're gonna have our producer put up a couple <clears throat> pictures oh, good, good, good. that'll kind of show just exactly what you're talking and, about. And so you walk through these 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 library catacombs of shelves down in the basement and and there's year after year, city after city of this legacy of Jack Cole with all the information from those years. And there are people today, in fact when we were there, people were pulling books off the shelf. Mm -hmm. There are companies, large reference companies, research companies, mm -hmm. that research that need to know who lived in this house in 1953. Was this a house in 1953? Was it a gas station in 1953? Was it a dry cleaner in 1953? So those are directories. The coal directories are still used today for referencing mm -hmm. pre-computer compilation, right, right. referencing data about who lived where and when. Um, and, mm -hmm. and they use our products in the Library of Congress every day. It was just amazing. Mm -hmm. Two things about it really amazing. One, one well, being in the Library of Congress. Right. It's just a unique building. Incredible. Yeah. Um, but, but two was that you've got a directory on the shelf from 1947, and somebody today, mm -hmm. in 2023, is coming to the library and pulling that directory off and using it. Mm -hmm. And understanding that, that that's like gospel. Yeah, for, it's a source of truth. Yeah. And it, it's it. And it's it's such a source of truth that it's being, you know, used in, like you said, uh, different 
different types of scenarios that can involve some legal matters and, and also just historical perspective of what used to be in that, that geo space. Uh, it was, it was eye opening for me because we'd see these carts, uh, go by when we were in the basement and you'd see a couple cold directories on that cart, a bunch of <laughs> older books that looked like they were back from, you know, the 1800s. And so they were, you know, people were putting in requests to, 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 for a certain area, uh, for that directory. And so that was cool. One of my favorite things though, we have to kind of get in, into it a little bit was is we actually got to see the staircase that Nicolas Cage went up in. <laughs> we didn't get to see it. We went up. Well, the that is true. We we did get to to, to experience it and, and kind of <clears throat> channel our Nicolas Cage voice and mind. I guess I don't well, know. It's kind of cool. You think all that stuff at a movie set, and then yeah. when, when we both when yeah. we, when the gentleman was taking us yeah. up the steps, yeah. we both kind of geeked out and said, yeah, oh, "Look at this! This is the steps. This it was, is it." Yeah. So that was really cool. But nobody was shooting. No, at no, us or, no. Um, we didn't have the adventure. Uh, you know, behind us, but we could, in our minds, I think we did a little bit. There's a couple other, uh, uh, great, great stories. I kind of think about, um, when I think about the kind of the, the history of coal and we talked a lot about Jack Cole and, and his innovation and, and taking it from, you know, that next step and, and filling a need, uh, outside of, um, you know, the continuation of that legacy, one of, one of the things that I am always drawn to is the story. And I'd like to just kind of unpack that a little bit with you. When we started moving from realizing the directories had a place, but the market had moved ahead. The need had changed a little bit, not the purpose, but the need of how to access it changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. So one of my, one of my favorite stories, I'd love you to tell it cause you'll tell it way better than me is when you, talked with, you were at an insurance conference and, and got immediate feedback and, and just kind of like, okay, we're going to go back. We're going to make <laughs> a product and we'll come back. Would you yeah, be able no, to kind of share a, that? Yeah, because it's, a, it's what catapulted our business to what it is today, quite frankly. And it, it really is. And, it, and it's also, I think it's, it's helpful to understand it from a, how we think about technology now, Absolutely. Uh, yep. as opposed to data. Mm -hmm. Right. So yep. now we were, uh, Tyler and I were at, we were at a conference in San Antonio Farmers Insurance Conference, um, you know, whatever, 5,000 insurance agents. Yeah, yeah, big uh, and, conference. And uh, during the course of the, and this is, uh, oh my God, I don't date myself, but this is uh, 2000, yeah, 1998, right. yep. something like that. And uh, and so we're down there with printed directories, if you can believe it or not. I apologize to everybody. You know, that, that <laughs> so was, you, had a, you had like a little table a, with directories on it? <laughs> Stop. Yes. <laughs> we had a little table with directories all over it. And the agents were coming up. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool directory. I, yeah. I love this. This is great. I use it. I built my business with it. You know, that kind of thing. And the great conversations. And then over the course of the couple of days, people started saying, hey, can you, you know, what about uh, the expiration date of the homeowner's mm -hmm. policy? Mm -hmm. If I knew when the homeowner's policy was going to expire, that'd be a great tool because then... I never knock on the door and have somebody tell me, you know, sorry, I just renewed last right, month. Right, right. And so Tyler and I kind of looked at each other, and I, I started saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, that's under development. We, we, we're working on that. And so we, uh, we we left the conference and went back to the office and, and talked about how to create a an X dates printed directory. Mm -hmm. And so we, we actually did it. We created a, a directory, a city directory, sequenced by renewal date of your insurance. And we thought we were... So same format or same same package, just kind just of sorted, sorted differently. differently. Yeah, makes like, sense. like Jack Cole, you just yeah. sort of different. You yeah. say, hey, you know what? Let's work our January renewals now, yeah. and off you go. Yeah. And so we thought we were pretty top dog, and so we went back to the next conference. So while a few months later, we went back to another conference, and we got these brand new directories mm -hmm. sorted by expiration of homeowner's policy, 
And and we walked up and people walked up and we showed them here's look what we look what we built and they're mm-hmm. like oh that's really cool can I get it online and I was like what's this online thing I'm sorry I have to go home now I'm an idiot so so we told them yeah no online it's under development yeah yeah mm-hmm. we're almost there and we scrambled and we built our first online product Colex dates um, around I don't know 2000 2001 mm-hmm. yeah 2001 and we built our first Colex dates online product and uh, and and luckily it went back and everybody was like this is just what we need. Right. So it was really the customers, our, mm-hmm. our users, our insurance agents, real estate agents, driving us for innovation. Mm-hmm. Not so much, again, not so much data, but mm-hmm. the technology and the delivery. Mm-hmm. How do we deliver that data in a usable manner? But yeah, no, it's a funny story. And we uh, mm-hmm. we, we uh, laugh about it today. Yeah, it's we great. still bring it up every, every once in a while because, um, you know, it's important when you kind of think about uh, product development and and progression. Um, it's just a it's a fun story to kind well, of keep us. You know, it keeps us humble. It takes you back to your roots. You, you yeah. just slap yourself and go, okay, I wasn't listening. Yeah, people were telling me this, and I was not listening. But right. I'm listening now. I get right. it. I understand. Right. And so, so nowadays, you know that that legacy that uh, of uh, uh, being a conduit to that information is is still live and and it's it's actually in several different industries um kind of let's let's talk a little bit about kind of how how has cold differentiated itself in in what can be kind of a competitive industry um you know even this this many years removed all the way back from the days of jack cole and a couple other city direct uh, reference directory publishers um you know our our space continues to be very competitive um, even with all the new kinds of uh, different types of prospecting ideas and tools coming out. Uh, let's talk a little bit about kind of product innovation at Cole and how we continue to kind of progress. And with that core focus still being on the salesperson. The products we build are all about what is it, what is the task a real estate agent's trying to accomplish today. What and there's then and, and people listening, they, they know it's, it's it's you know circle prospecting. Okay, that's something real estate agents do. They circle mm-hmm. prospect around a house that was just sold. They call up the neighbors, they introduce themselves, mm-hmm. and you know and they, and they say, hey, you know what? Have you ever Bryce? Have you ever wondered what your house right, is worth? Right. You know, your neighbor just sold. He got X dollars for his house. Mm-hmm. Does that intrigue you a little bit? Have you ever mm-hmm. thought about selling your own home? And they get new listings out of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what we do is we just take that action that a real estate agent is doing and we build a product around it, mm-hmm. a delivery mechanism. Mm-hmm. There's no way a real estate agent or, hell, you or I, yeah. could ever deal with $300 million right, right. consumer records, right? right. What do you, somebody gave you a pile of records on the desk and you go, go figure it out. Right? <laughs> sort it. it. Yeah, sort it. Get started now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't work. So everything we build starts with what is our customer trying to accomplish? Right. In this case, circle prospecting. So what we had to do was develop a platform where they could put in an address of a house that was just sold and instantly get 50 or 100 mm-hmm. neighbors around it. That's all. And it, it seems really ridiculous, you know, as I say it myself. <laughs> it seems so simple. Mm-hmm. But for a real estate agent who's busy with lots of other things, dealing with their yeah, clients and right. dealing with uh, the people, paperwork, the transactions, pa- oh my right? gosh, yeah. everything. Yeah. They can't deal with that. So we just make it incredibly simple for them to come in put in a listing address or a house that was sold and get the neighbors of it and reach out to those neighbors, whether it's by, you know, landline, cell phones, emails, whatever contact method they uh, text, whatever they want to uh, use. Mm-hmm. But it's all from that going for and, and then other activities, uh, real estate agents, farm neighborhoods. Right. So we created a farming tool that allows them to draw on a map on Google Maps and outline a neighborhood and say, give me everybody within that neighborhood. You know, then you, you move all the way to predictive analytics that, 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 you know, we have data that help them understand when 
price might be selling mm-hmm. his home, right? You know, people live in their houses seven and a half years right. on average, yeah. you know, right? So we have all those data sets. So how do we package that up so they can, instead of talking to 100 people in the neighborhood, they only have to talk to 25, right? the ones most likely to move. So everything we do when we develop products starts with the customer, mm-hmm. the real estate agent in this case, and works backward from the task that they have to do. Right. And I think that's what resonates is they don't open our product and think about where do I have to go? They open our product, they log on, and they go, okay, I'm going to do circle prospecting mm-hmm. today. And we support that. Absolutely. And they don't have to think about data. They don't have to think about 300 million records. Mm-hmm. They just think about, oh, I just need to enter the address of the property that was yeah. sold. Done. Yeah. Absolutely. It starts with the geo, just like back in the day with the directories. I'm here in this geographic location, and I want to know more about the information so I can be you know, smarter in my prospecting. Having been with, with Cole now for 15 uh, years and seeing that innovation has, has really been uh, really cool to see and, and, and Jim at the helm of leading that and, and always, uh, kind of going back to what we've talked about today and, and looking at the mindset of like, just like what you talked about, what is, what is the end users need in this case, the salesperson, the prospector, everything we do at Cole for the most part, you know, we've, we've in the past have had some reference kind of, uh, um, uh, services and stuff like that, but is focused on a sales producer that's charged with making stuff happen, creating deals, um, not waiting for that phone to ring. It's being, you know, it's outbound marketing um, and, and, and servicing that um, outreach with quality data that's still rooted in the mindset that we've talked about in this episode today. That is, you know, we look at, when we look at a data set, we're kind of in a unique position where we get to look at a lot of different data sets um, and, and that are sourced in a variety of ways. And, but we, we try to always, I think, look at that from a lens, like I would like to think that even started back when they first were starting with Cole. And it's like, hey, our end users are going to be consuming this data at a very, you know, uh, micro level. They're not going to be, like you said earlier, uh, wanting to necessarily ingest a 300 million record database um, that they're going to have to figure out the architecture, the server, you know, all that kind of stuff and and have built these these conduits to be able to search information in a quick manner that directly impacts their sales um, and, and, and their efforts, saving them time and money and stuff like that. And it really has, in my opinion, differentiated coal in a lot of ways and disrupted the industry over the years. Again, kind of looking back, uh, on our brand, um, you know, we've had, there's been various ways that prospectors and sales producers could get access to information. You could call list broker, you could do different things like that. Um, and I think the legacy that Jack started, back with those punch cards for those reference directories that were in the hands of door-to-door salespeople uh, to learn more about the neighborhood before they prospect. I think that legacy, I'd like to think that that is still you know, in the fabric of our brand today, when we look at things, when even when we look at new industries, new, you know, target markets um, and, and deliverables there. No, absolutely. I, you know, again, it goes back to the, it really, the, the stewardship of, of, of the, of the business that Jack started, Yeah. but it all starts with delivering services that the end user absolutely mm-hmm. needs and doing it in a way they might not have thought about doing mm-hmm. it, but it mm-hmm. satisfies their need. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, that's, that's all that matters is, is, is that we need to make sure that whoever's using our product is successful in what they're doing. Um, and that, that drives innovation for us. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why we attend conferences and events mm-hmm. and, 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 and partner with thought leaders in the industry because we want to be ahead of that curve and understand mm-hmm. where they're headed, how they're trying to get there, right. what's important to them, and how do we, how do we update or, or enhance our product to satisfy those future needs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, today. And we're always, always innovating. Um, 
Right. And, and, and looking at, you know, what steps can we take in the, in the data? Because as, as obviously the population grows, as technology changes and, you know, all of that kind of stuff impacts how you compile your data and stuff like that. Um, but, but it's all very important because at the end of the day, we're empowering our customers our, that are focused on sales uh, to be the most efficient and productive in their, you know, efforts and their given verticals. And we need to be creative. I mean, it's all about being creative about it. And, and not only do you have to understand what their need is, but you have to be creative about solving it. We, yeah. We've joked many times about how we, we need a, a wall of shame. Oh, sure. All, all of the, uh, at work, all, 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 of the uh, all of the ideas that we thought yeah. were genius. Yeah, yeah. And uh, didn't really resonate with the audience. So um, yeah. we're, we're glad to have a few wins under our belt as well. But uh, yeah, it's a, yeah. You, have to, you have to be creative. And, and Jack actually was the most creative guy. Can I tell a story about Jack? Yeah, please this do. That's is, So Jack, you know, in this business, what you do, is you, we, we, you know, on the business side of this business, mm-hmm. we acquire data from sources all across the country, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's no magic, you know, repository sure, of data sure. like the Library of Congress has yeah. now. That, that doesn't exist. So we, we acquire data from lots of different sources. And so, and Jack did the same thing um, back in 1947. But when he was first starting out, he, he didn't have any money. He, mm-hmm. he was a sales guy mm-hmm. trying to make a living. He didn't have money. So he, he had a, a large uh, data set that he was trying to acquire, and it was going to be expensive, and he was going to compile it, and it's going to cost a lot of money. Money, frankly, Jack didn't have. Um, so he reached out to a couple of different, I won't name names, but a couple of different uh, companies in the country here and reached out to him and said, hey, you know what? We're, I'm going to endeavor on this data compilation process. I need a partner. Um, if I do all the work um, and you split the expense with me, you know, I'll share the data with you. So I'll compile the data. You pay me half, and I'll and I'll give you the data, and we'll share the data. We'll both have it, but you'll pay half. Mm-hmm. And 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 the, and the and this guy was like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. I'll, I'll I'm in. I'll split it. So then he went to another company, company B, and said, hey, I'm going to compile this data all across the United States, and yeah. it's really expensive. So can we work together? Maybe you pay half, and I pay half, and then we'll share the data. And the guy was like, yeah, well, that sounds like a reasonable mm-hmm. thing. Let's do that. So at the end of the day, he had two partners who paid <laughs> half each, paid the whole ride, and he shared the data three ways. He got half, they got, or he got his share, they yeah. got there. And off he went, and he got started in business nice. by a, yeah, a little bit of living over the edge there. But <laughs> Well, as entrepreneurs, you have to... <laughs> We don't do that today. I want to go on the record. That, 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 that practice stopped a long time ago. But that's funny. That's a, a Jack Cole. Jack Cole was a, he was a classic. He was a really interesting character. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always really intrigued by individuals that, like I said earlier, that go from zero to one. They take that first step, um, and then creating that momentum and filling the need. And I mean. Uh, he built coal as a directory business across the country. I mean, obviously certain markets and so forth, but it was, it was a pretty go- big, big deal. Well, he also, you know, he was involved nationally in politics. He wasn't a politician, but he he had a uh, he had an apartment in in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. for he he was like a homegrown lobbyist. Sure. Um, and so there there were a lot of uh, interests in. Uh, data compilation back then, and and yeah. you know, think about it. Privacy. We don't we don't deal with any uh, personal identifiable information, sure. Nicole. Yeah. But but you know, people are concerned about privacy, and they yeah. were in 1947. Mm-hmm. And so you know, he spent time in Congress lobbying congressmen to make sure they didn't pass regulations or laws that would in some way hamper this mm-hmm. this business that mm-hmm. he's built. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think about a guy like you know, if for again being a steward of the company, yeah. it's a lot easier today then. Yeah. I mean, he he was worried about Congress doing something that would mm-hmm. wipe out his fledgling sure. business. Sure. Uh, but he was entrepreneurial enough 
to, to, to understand he needed to lobby on his behalf. Mm-hmm. He needed to speak up. So he would travel to Washington and meet with Congress and, and, and make not so much persuade them to take action, but to sort of persuade them to not take action. Yeah. Leave this alone. Just Well, that's definitely important when you kind of have carved out kind of a, a, you know, a niche in a business and kind of what really became an industry uh, in itself. And it's, it's an important part of business. And, and um, so Jim, thanks for uh, being on the, uh, on today's episode. Absolutely. And, and uh, I appreciate your time and, and taking us through kind of the history of coal. And it's so important to us and, and, and the way we look at product development and, and our customers. And uh, one of the rewarding things is, uh, you know, uh, to talk to customers that have, been empowered to, you know, they said, I've earned X amount of commission by doing circle prospecting with your product. And it actually works. The success stories are great. Yeah. Highly motivational. Absolutely. So uh, for our listeners and those that tune, uh, that watch on our platforms, uh, we're excited for you to see the pictures and bring life to the story uh, that we talked about. And we just kind of wanted a little bit different approach than just kind of stepping back and talking about the history line of our company. We wanted to kind of bring life uh, to, to coal information and, and, and what we're passionate about um, even in 2023. Thanks, everybody. I hope this episode provided value to you as a salesperson. If you enjoyed our content, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Make sure to join us for the next episode of The Info by Cole Information.